Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good day to you, you awesome people. Here we are, back again. Not like Slim Shady, that's a different thing. Uh, I'm neither Slim nor Shady. I'm not black either, but I don't hold anything but against you black that. black every single day. I do, I wear a black t-shirt on the daily. Yeah. That's what I do. Um, a v-neck, preferably. That's, uh, that's what us huskier men prefer. But here we are. It's awesome. Today, it's Monday, Meg's favorite day of the week. And it just so happens that my co-host is Meg today. So all the stars have aligned. What in the hell are you doing with yourself? And how's your life? It's good. It's October. October. How do you feel about October? I love Oktoberfest. Yeah, I have some beer in the fridge called Oktoberfest. You do. When's the first time? When is the first time? We're just straight into the hot shit right now. When's the first time you experienced something proper Oktoberfest? I never have. Oh. That beer in the fridge. One, you're a liar. Okay, you know what I vaguely remember? You're, you're dredging up. You're unlocking some mm-hmm. repressed memories. Mm-hmm. Some, yep, abusive Held down, forced to drink beer no, no. before you even knew you liked it. In fact, it had nothing to do with beer or alcohol. That'd I, be a good. That'd be a good oppressor. Somebody that held you down and make you drink. I'm sure that's probably happened in the history of the world. That's the only reason I drink now. Somebody did that to me. Um, it seems like in uh, uh, October of my past uh, at a church, or maybe more than a one church. Good lord! I'm told you it has nothing to do the with alcohol. Church makes you drink. It has nothing to do with alcohol. I feel like that in, as a Halloween alternative, a church did like a shit faced in a church parking lot, <laughs> verbally abuse your children. That sounds really. That's a real positive message for the church. And I hope you're proud. No, they had a sort of Oktoberfest, but they probably just called it Harvest Fest. Harvest Festival. I hear yeah, complete and utter mayhem erupting from upstairs of the of the recording studio, which is our <laughs> dining room. 
I'm going to ignore it. Can you ignore it? I can ignore it for now. Yes. Okay. We'll see if it escalates. I'll go I'll go do a dad bark. Yeah. Which if is, needed. Yeah, if needed. But let's keep going. Okay. So uh, well, when, tell me when, about your first this, time. Well, I, have, I, have no, I have no good Oktoberfest stories. Let me just Well, I don't that. have any good stories. Okay. That's well, pretty much first, always true. What's your first recollection of it? So I've always heard, everybody's always heard of Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. But unless you've grown up in communities where it was like, no, we, we, we actually celebrate this. Kind of like, and this, this is terrible and I'll probably get canceled for saying this. Um. Everybody, everybody has a a a mind recognition of like Hanukkah, yeah. But if you're not Jewish, then what? You maybe you have a Jewish friend and you'd go to some type of thing there and do a thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they don't invite you because yeah. you're. Because you'll say something inappropriate. Yeah. Well, yeah, unlike, undoubtedly. Yeah. I always do. Yeah. That's one of my specialties. Yeah. That's what I'm doing right now. Now, so you're aware of things that go along, hmm, word salad. You're aware of things that go. With Hanukkah. With on about you, around your person. Yeah. But unless it's something that you're engaged in because of social things. Yeah. Then or religious things. You don't or participate. Things. But most. No offense to anybody. Most most of what we would call religion is a social experience. Okay. Yeah. It's not offensive. If you're offended, you're you're an ass, and you're probably going to hell. Wait, wait, wait! Don't say that. Shh! Don't say that. Don't say that. Um. How? What does this have to do with Oktoberfest? We? Welcome to the episode. What does this have to do with Oktoberfest? Well, my first experience of Oktoberfest, even though I have some German heritage and things, we, I didn't. I didn't grow up in a household that was like we honor German traditions. <laughs> it's time for the celebration of Oktoberfest, right? Right, or Oktoberfest, or however they would say it in their. I'm not sure. How in the they very say it. guttural sounding language at times of the German good people. I'm not sure how they say it, but I'm a hundred percent sure that's not how they say <laughs> it. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but maybe maybe they should think about it. Yeah. Because it felt good to say it. Okay. Um I w- I've been aware of it my whole life. Okay. It wasn't until we lived in San Marcos, Texas, which is for anybody that either doesn't know or doesn't give a shit, it's halfway roughly in between San Antonio and Austin, Texas. And also right in there is Green, spelled G-R-U-E-N-E. Yes. Green, Texas. It's a very German place. And Green had a prolific Oktoberfest. October spelt with a K as they do. Oktoberfest celebration. And I've always kind of known that it was going on. And hey, no big mystery. It's in the month of October, right? Yeah. Um, but I'd never I'd never had cause, much less opportunity to participate. But here I am, and I'm in San Marcos. And one of the coaches on our staff had been uh, a high school coach, not in green, proper, spelled again in the German way, but right next door, New Braunfels, which was also a very heavily German-influenced community. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, part of being a coach, which some folks might call a high-priced prostitute, and they're not entirely wrong, part of being a coach is that you go do a lot of social events. Right. And you're present because 
Jimenez, somebody somebody might want to give money to your program and they wouldn't even know if you didn't bother to show up. Yeah, that's sort of the rationale. So we did that. We also went and celebrated Cinco de Mayo. None of us were Latino in any way whatsoever, but we ate menudo and all had belly aches and pooped our guts out because that's not food we're used to eating. For sure. It was delicious, however, and it was worth every pooping moment. <laughs> every pooping moment, yes. yes. So here we are, and Oktoberfest is rolling around, and we went. And I experienced, I believe they had funnel cakes, and I don't know if that's authentic to Oktoberfest or if they borrowed from the American culture of state fairs. I don't know. I don't know. But the funnel cakes were delicious, and there were prolific amount of beer to drink. Oh, yes. Or beer, as mm -hmm. might be said by the the good German folk, or maybe not. Maybe that's just another thing I butchered. Okay. I don't know. I don't like beer, yeah. but I still drink beer because that's what we were supposed to do. That was the first time I had exposure to the celebration proper, and there were plenty of otherwise seemingly normal men wearing Literhosen. Right. Which is a little freaky. Yes. You agree. Lederhosen? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's freaky to me. It's not my okay. culture, and it feels a little... So I shouldn't show up in the bedroom tonight with some Lederhosen on and be like, now it's time to get freaky, yeah? <laughs> Please don't. Okay. I won't do that. I mean, it's only freaky to me because it's not my culture, and I, it's something very... But uh, you've always entertained the sexy thoughts of a German man no. visiting your bedroom. No, <laughs> not, not you in Lederhosen. Not, well, especially in Lederhosen. What else would he wear? Just a an accordion and nothing? <laughs> Just an accordion and a smile. <laughs> yes. Perfect. I can do that too. I will have the children. The children love to craft things out of old cardboard boxes. I'll have someone make an accordion. They won't even know the debauchery that they're contributing to. This is how this is how kids are scarred for life and require many hours of, of therapy. Most definitely. Yes. All right. Now I feel like I'm done. What do you have? Uh, not a lot, but I do have one life achievement I need to share with you. And I like life today, achievements. Fam. This past week, I got a notification from my Fitbit that I, me, myself, had achieved the Penguin March Award. So that means one of your friends pushed you off of the safe ice cap into the ocean to see if sharks or seals or otters or whatever eat penguins are present and you survived. Is that true? That's what they do. I thought that was lemmings. Penguins are real oh, no, bastards. Wait, lemmings, lemmings just run off a cliff. I feel like this should be cross-stitched on a couch pillow. Penguins are real bastards. Okay. One of them really gets pushed off? Yes. They, they kind of have a little penguin mosh pit oh. and they push one off into the water and then if he doesn't get eaten, then they're all like, woohoo! And they jump in and they, they swim and have in. fun. But if he gets eaten, they're like, oh, sorry, Paul. Paul the penguin. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's harsh. It's a harsh life to be a penguin. Well, here's another reason why it's a harsh life. You might be familiar with the March of the Penguins. There was a whole documentary well, about this years I've ago. I've participated in it much more so than I ever have Oktoberfest. Okay. Well, here's what Fitbit told There's me. There's also a lot of beer drinking involved. For the penguins? Everyone. Everyone. Okay. Penguins, humans alike, anybody that shows up. Okay. Here's what Fitbit told me. With 70, that's 70, okay, 70 lifetime miles, you just match the distance of the March of the Penguins, the annual trip 
emperor penguins make to their breeding grounds. You, the most brutal of the penguins. You're doing swimmingly well. Just watch out for the predators. So I. So you went seventy miles. Yeah, since I started wearing my Fitbit, I have. How long ago was this? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to. Get, get ballpark it. I don't know. It's not like ten years, right? Because no. who gives a it's shit? In the past month, I did a complete debilitated, lazy idiot, jack leg douchebag could roll seventy miles given enough years. Yeah, I'm looking, but that's not who you are. No. Hang on. How I do dodged I do this? a lot of profanity there, just Thank for you. the record. Thank you. I try to keep it effing clean. I don't know. I, it's been within the past month, right? That I started wearing this. I feel yeah. like I've been talking about it for a few weeks now, but it hasn't been like that long. I feel like you wore it though for two weeks before you really bought in. Well, I mean, before I became enthusiastic about it. Yeah. I don't know. But no, I, I think that's right. I think that's right. I think you wore it and you were skeptical, as we all should be. Towards anything new. We always fear the new thing or something. I don't know. I think you wore it for a couple of weeks and you were like, eh, maybe, maybe not. And then, th- and then you were like, oh. Oh, it tracks my sleep too. It told me I walked 10,000 steps when Apple was yeah. like, no, it was just 9,500. Guess what? No, t- Apple is consistently about 2,000 steps behind. 2,000? No wonder you love Fitbit. I love my Fitbit. So I feel like it took a little bit of time. Well, I mean, it for you to become an advocate. Now I can't. I, so now if I, you started wearing it a month ago, it was two weeks ago. You're like Fitbit, fantastic. Yeah. But are they are? But I don't feel like you've been wearing it for more than a month. So are they saying in a month that yeah. you have outmarched the penguins? I have. And you didn't get pushed off in the water and eaten by a predator. Um, I mean, you're still here. So yeah, we'll you yeah. Didn't. To this point, no, I have not okay. been devoured by a predator. I like that. I like that for you. <laughs> I like that for me because I prefer you to be around and not predator poo. Oh, That's okay. what happens when a predator eats you, it poos you later. Okay. Poo is code for doo-doo <laughs> or caca. Okay. Well, that was, that was a notable moment of my week. Now, that's a hell of a moment, and I celebrate you. That was a, that's in my personal life. You're an emperor. Thank you. I accept the crown. You should. Um, that was in my, that was notable in my personal life, notable in my professional life, the release of one of my favorite episodes I've ever done for Sorta Awesome Podcast. And it's, listen. It's so good. You even listen to it. I'm a, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm just going to throw out there. Like, I love you. Yes. E- equally, if not more than the amount that I just love to breathe and be alive. Thank you. It's not something I'm proud of. I wish I was not that enamored by you, but I am. Damn it. (laughs) And I have listened over the years to many of your episodes. Many is generous. (laughs) Well, many in terms of each one felt like an unpleasant experience. It's just not my topic. It's not not my thing. It's not for me. Yes. This one, and I won't say this one was any more for me, because it wasn't. Right. And I don't like to lie. But what I will say, unequivocally, un- no challenge can be made, and I'll fight somebody. I'll punch somebody right where it counts, right. as we said when I was a kid. Right where it counts. I'll punch you right where it counts. The chemistry on this was insane. Thank you. 
I have never heard in my life two people talking about something I didn't give a shit about, but I couldn't turn off because the chemistry was just like, bam, pow, all the Batman power words. It was amazing. And it was obvious that you loved it. It was obvious that Patrick loved it. It was powerful. Thank you. And I think in terms of anything that we consume, because who out there possibly could have the secret recipe for what anybody specifically wants to listen to in the moment? Well, the answer is no one. Right, of course. But I think we all enjoy when people are in that that special moment of passion and yes, very much talking so. and things. And I, and I perfectly am willing and have many times and will many times more sign up to listen to somebody talking about something I don't give a damn about, but they are passionate and I'm interested in people that are passionate because don't we all want some passion in our lives? And that episode was epic. Thank you. Thank you so much. That really means a lot to me. Joe Rogan. Screw off. <laughs> that episode was epic. Thank you for saying that. I was very pleased with how it turned out. Well, play and the humble fun. part. Play the humble part for sure. Oh, I was so pleased. I was pleased. How it turned out. It was delightful to me. I hope someone else could tolerate listening to it. <laughs> that episode's amazing. Thank if you. you're a complete dead, devoid of life, human, you'll hate it. And so if that's who you are, don't listen. Okay. Wow, you're you're fiery today. I'm fiery for many reasons. Okay, somebody plugged you into the old... Um, it's uh, actually, in old school language, what we would call VD, the fire down below. That's <laughs> not true. That's not true. I have no venereal diseases. You're just like, I feel like you've got a lot of electricity coursing through your veins right now. I do. Yes. Do you want to know why? Tell me. Okay. I'm a very... Involuntarily, I'm a very committed person yes. when I approach something. Now, in my life's story, more often than not, that feels like a recipe to be disappointed. Okay. But I can't not do it every time. I can't stop myself. I'm, I am either in or I am not. Yes. I am friend or foe. There is no in-between. There's no question from anybody involved. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that in a proud sense. Just simply that's that's my personality. You feel, you feel free to Myers-Briggs or whatever version of things try to put me in a box and say, oh, that perfectly fits the whatever jackass of this thing. Because it probably does, and that's fine. I don't think so. But that's who I am. Yes. And I, as much as it hurts quite frequently when things don't go well, the reward when it does is richer and bigger and more valuable. It outweighs every kick to the lower man parts or woman parts. If you happen to be a woman of the same personality type, it's rewarding. It's, it's bigger. It's better. It's worth it all. It's worth it all. To have that moment. Yeah. Now, I don't typically, in fact, I don't ever necessarily approach a thing thinking, hey, let's have a multi-year pursuit of a thing because <laughs> no. that sounds fun. In fact, I would say, if I may make this observation. Please. With gentleness, love, grace. 
all of the things. I'm way over optimistic all the time. Well, I think that you, because of your optimism, also always think that whatever you're about to take on will surely not take as much time as anyone would think that it would. Right. Does that feel that's right? That's fair. That's absolutely – and that's entirely fair okay. and accurate, by okay. the way, as well. I had a project – this feels – in the moment of saying it, it feels almost embarrassing. I had a, a quote-unquote little project <laughs> that I took on two years ago. Mm-hmm. And believe me, if I had thought it was going to take two years, I never would have done it. No, you would not have. But once I start – yeah. <laughs> Much like on Dumb and Dumber, it burns if I stop once I've started. Once I start, I can't stop. I'm compelled in a way that I cannot end the effort. That is absolutely a strength, but it is absolutely a weakness. It's absolutely a recipe to feel at times quite devastated, quite abused, quite slapped about. Sure. And – I mean, not to be overdramatic, but man, I, I feel like two years of having this shit kicked out of me. Mm-hmm. And, but I couldn't quit. It, it's just not a thing that's with, with, within me when I start a thing. It is from the perspective of I, I, will, I will get there or I will die. And I don't want to die. I'm not fatalistic. No. In fact, not only did you not quit, I feel like you started when any kind of block you encountered, you would tunnel under it. You would swim around it. Like you would find new paths where paths shouldn't exist to try to. You make it sound romantic. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and I guess, I guess what I want to offer for anybody that shares either a perspective or a personality type is that I, mean, I only realized it's been two years when I when I came out of the hole yeah. on this thing, yeah. if I'd ever thought it was going to be two, if I thought the requirement was going to be two years, I would never have taken on the endeavor. Right. And if at any point in time, in the persistence, I thought, well, I've got 18 more months left. Man, I, I so – and I don't mean this lightly. I don't mean this disrespectfully. I so deeply – my heart grieves – and sees and appreciates the people that feel suicidal at times. It's been very, very challenging. And I know we've talked about a little of this off mic. I know that in interaction with me during that time, that there's probably been moments where you thought, oof, Woof. he's unpleasant <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's so consuming. It's so like, I have to do this. I don't want to. I have to. Now that I've started, I have to do it. Uh, anyway, just dragging shit out perhaps unnecessarily. Last Wednesday, finally, after two years of very not awesome experience. Right. I saw something and I was like, oh, in exhaustion. Yeah, utter exhaustion. I said, oh, is that – please, Jesus, is that a thing? Mm -hmm. And then I spent Thursday and Friday no longer looking for anything new, any other way to tunnel around, dig around, do a thing. I just looked at that stuff. 
and it's done. Yeah. And in this moment, I feel so free. There's no celebration. There's no justification for everything that I suffered because it was bullshit. Mm -hmm. But I feel just relieved because it is done. It is done. Not to be sacrilegious in any way because I have full respect for whatever faith model, whatever religion it is that people pursue. I grew up in the Christian faith, and there's this moment where Christ is on the cross and he says, it is finished. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of ways to interpret that. And I experienced one of those perspectives as I looked at this and was like, it's finished. I had no intention. I would never have gone after it if I thought it was going to be two years because I'm no strong paradigm of things. I'm just really stubborn. And once I start, I can't quit. Yeah. And I hit that Mm -hmm. Wednesday of last week and then validated through Thursday, Friday. And I'm just right now living in euphoria of it is finished. I don't have to be a miserable prick anymore either on mic or off mic for all of the people around me. It was a powerful moment. So for anybody else out there who's the personality type that once you start, you can't stop. Mm -hmm. It burns when you stop or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. You're not alone. I can't offer you words of consolation or encouragement. I would never dare to encourage you to continue (laughs) because it's some bullshit. Anybody that's doing it knows. Yeah. But yes. You had a phrase that you you used a few minutes ago before we started recording. I think you maybe said the endeavoring of perseverance. Was that the phrase? That's something we talked about. Endeavor to persevere. Endeavor to persevere. This is from a movie. Okay. And sometimes movies say things better, though they have no experience in it. They can say things better than we know in real life. I think it was No Country for Old Men is the movie that that came from. Endeavor to persevere. Yeah. That's not – That's not the battle cry for picking a thing to do. Right. That's the battle cry for when you've picked a thing to do and you can't stop doing it. Endeavor to persevere. Keep fighting. Trust yourself. Trust the former self of you that knew to try a thing. Yeah. No matter how long it takes, endeavor to persevere. And you fight through and you do the things, especially if it's feeling desperate. Just keep going. You thought it. It was right because you thought it or you wouldn't have thought it. Trust yourself no matter how untrustworthy you seem and keep fighting and go. Yeah. And you're going to find it. You're going to find something. You'll find that thing. You'll find something else that's like, okay, that's perfectly, yes, that that's good. I'll do that. Yeah. Do that. Be passionate or life's not worth living because without passion, life sucks. And I will say too – just to really drive the point home of how exhausted you were and how intense this has been. That you tried to kill me three different times and yeah, I wouldn't die. I just wouldn't die. No. It's true. I built up I was, a resistance to Iocane powder. Remember when uh, on Seinfeld, when George is in the hospital, I think, and says, just kill me now. And then Jerry holds a pillow over his Yes. Face. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then he didn't want to die. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but genuinely. 
you were as exhausted and depleted at the end of this two-year endeavor as you were at the end of 11 years of college football coaching. I would say more so. Which was no walk in the park. I would say more so. At the end of college football coaching, and I didn't know this at the time, it took it took a while to figure it out. I was in full-on, from a health perspective, I was in full-on adrenal fatigue. Yes. Man, my my hat's off to anybody that survives that career and continues. That's hard. There are many things in life, though, that are hard that aren't coaching. It's not like I only respect coaches. No, yeah. I, I would say how – do, how do we stay awesome here? I would say anybody that's been in a relationship that's broken up mm-hmm. – you you've suffered the equivalency. You yeah. are suffering the equivalency and it is powerful and holy shit and real, but endeavor to persevere. Have your idea, believe in your idea, trust you above all others, trust you, keep fighting, do a thing, change your mind when you want to. Holy shit. It's been a hell of a ride for two years that I've not shared a lot of these things along the way, but Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's done. It is finished. And I'm there. And life is changing. And that'll be revealed in perhaps future episodes. Okay. Life is changing and changing fast now. Very fast. Because I could. For whether that's a grace or a curse, I don't know. But I could endure. And now you get to say, hallelujah, holy shit, where's the hallelujah, Tylenol? Hallelujah, holy shit, where's the Tylenol? Thank you, Chevy Chase. Not a sponsor, just a just a potential friend. <laughs> That's from uh, Christmas Vacation. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You should watch it every year. It's our family ritual. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. That's a lot. That's like the most uh, – Truly, that's the most outpouring of my soul I've ever allowed in a public place. It's we'll a have thing. to take it down next week because you'll be like, uh, "Don't leave that up there." You'll have a full probably so. Hangover. Probably so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to offer another perspective. Okay. Kind of in line with all of this, but it's 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 a path that I've traveled as it went on. Years ago, I was working at a a semi major university coaching football. Just trying to grind my way into existence. It doesn't matter where you are, wh- whether your job seems prestigious or not. You're just trying to grind your way into existence, right? Yes. You're doing whatever it is that the people there who have tenure or who have job security 
whatever that means in your profession, they're saying, oh, you got to do this. And you don't know because you've never been there and you're willing to do anything. Well, I was working at a place. And it, I think, I think honestly, it was a, it was a unique experience of life in terms of a, a boardroom. Yeah. It was a staff room because it was a coaching staff, but mm-hmm. it was a boardroom and it was unique in the, in the matter that nobody in there was bearing an ego so big that they had to be right. Okay. Everybody was actually truly really invested in a positive outcome. Yes. They didn't need to be the one that was right. They wanted everybody to celebrate correctness at some point. Yeah. And so as that that shapes the nature of the exchange that was going back and forth where you had in that room you had five different specialists. Right. Yeah. Nobody else could have claimed specialization in the field that each of these people were, but they had to come into alignment because each of them had to oversee their department in a corporate sense. Okay. And and so the conversation was deeply respectful, but also very to some people and sometimes very confronting and challenging to say, I don't not believe you, but I can't see a way that I can translate in this into how I need to speak with the people that I oversee. Right. And there was one guy, his name was Dan. I love him to death. May he rest in peace. He's passed now. He was a golden soul of a human being, but also very flawed, just as we all are. And Dan was, Dan had had life experience to the degree that he knew that in this type of exchange, it doesn't matter if it's an exchange where people aren't respectful, where people are just trying to be right, then take your take your proof and throw it out the window. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's a special place, though, where people are actually receptive. And I and I hope everybody has an experience where that's oh, yeah. what goes on because that's what we're all after. Yes. Well, so Dan had had some experiences and they trained him to keep video in this case because it was video evidence of here's a thing that works on the football field. Yes. He had his receipts, but they were on exactly. VHS tape. <laughs> exactly. Because we were more advanced than 8 millimeter, but we weren't quite yet to DVDs. <laughs> exactly. So we're having this honestly, impressively respectful conversation, but where somebody is saying very convictedly, I cannot see your perspective so that I can either accept it or say, hey, yeah, but what about this to suss through everything to land on what's our what's our plan? What's our plan cooperatively cooperatively for success. And Dan said, hang on. And then Dan liked me. I think Dan liked me because I was a grinder and I was a worker. I didn't know shit. Mm-hmm. He didn't like me because I knew something. He liked me because I was working hard and trying yeah. and receptive to my quote unquote elders mm-hmm. who I appreciated because they had seen some shit oh, yeah. that I'd never seen. Mm-hmm. And I recognized that. So Dan said, hang on just a second. And then he motioned to me to follow him. Yeah. 
And as we walked down the hallway towards his office, he told me it was a phrase that he said many times later in in my exchange with him. He said, hey, without verification, everything is blue sky and bullshit. Now, I didn't know what the hell that meant. Mm-hmm. It sounded cool. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun thing to say. Sure. It sounded cool. But he went into his office and he had a bunch of big Sterlite tubs of things full of VHS tapes because that was the high technology of the moment. Yes. And he dug through and he found a tape, brought it back to the staff room. We watched it together. The other coach was like, okay, yes, now I can see what you're saying. And everything ended storybook fashion. But that statement of without verification, everything is blue sky and bullshit. That's something that has stuck with me for years because there's plenty of times to feel confident. Sure to feel encouraged, to feel inspired, to move ahead. But then there's that thing. And there's a big difference between you need to, your need to be confident in what you're doing versus when you can engage others to join alongside you. Right. Towards a, towards a goal, towards an ends. And that's a powerful, hugely cool, dare I say awesome mm-hmm. thing. Yes. That's, that's been my experience in the last few weeks of a two-year journey that I would never have chosen to participate in because who would? Yeah. I'm not some special paradigm of anything besides just stubborn persistence. Yeah. And But now here I am, and here I am with a thing. But even now, In this moment of personal victory, it's blue sky and bullshit until I have some verification, until I have some outcome and some things to share with you, you, Meg, first and foremost, and then anybody else that that matters for whatever reason that they would as time goes on. Right. But that's that's an interesting concept. And I've I've just – this week I've been so very powerfully impacted Mm -hmm. by that that I couldn't help – but force that upon the small listenership of this group. Okay. We like to call them awesome today, fam. They are, they're truly family. Truly family. Nobody but family would put up with my bullshit. And your blue skies. And my blue skies. (laughs) All right. That's good. You have shared a lot. I've shared a lot. I've talked a lot. Now I want you to talk some about something. It rhymes with, I'm waiting for any of your input. Uh, yeah, I was waiting to see what you were setting me up here to talk about. Um, you have you have five children. Yeah. And, no, I know, I know where we need to go. I know where we need to go. This house, I've lived with you. Is haunted. I have, it is haunted. And that's its own problem. I have lived with you since 1998. That's true. It's embarrassing to admit. It's true. 25 You years. never had the balls to leave me all that time. Mm-hmm. I've lived with you since 1998. In this past week, ma'am. Yeah. Can I call you ma'am? Do you feel offended by ma'am? I'm, I am fully a ma'am. A mammal even. And a mammary. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That one. Let's strike that one. Let's strike that let's, one. Let's uh, <laughs> rewind. Ma'am. Yes. Um, in the last, I'm gonna I'm gonna say ten days. Oh, okay. Proper. Yeah. 
not just week, but 10 days proper, you have gone on a tirade of home cleaning. Yeah. I want to, let's talk about that. It's more than home cleaning. Yeah. Although cleaning has been involved. Well, it's a, it's a big part. It's not the primary focus. It's a big part. You know, sometimes you just look around. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. <laughs> yes. Cheers. That and sometimes you look around and you realize you can't even see the blue sky for all of the bullshit that's around you. Amen. And I just have been possessed by the compulsion to get rid of so much of the bullshit that is in our house. And you have thrown away more shit than I knew that we owned. Tr- it, me too. Yes. Me too. I I didn't rape anyone. <laughs> no hashtag in front of that. Me too. Okay. I am I am agreeing with you that I myself have been like, oh my gosh, it is startling. Now we've lived in this house for over eleven years. Mm-hmm. You and I both had the experience as children and teenagers. Well, maybe of not being for- abused by our parents. <laughs> no, that was a different episode. That's not today. That was a very special. That's not awesome. Episode of awesome today. No. Me, probably for longer of my childhood and adolescence, was this the case? But both of us had the experience. We moved around a lot. Yes. Now, you, your family settled when you were in, what, fifth, sixth grade? Yeah, but we'd moved like – You'd moved many times. 10,000 times. I think the proper count is 10,000 times before that. My parents – well, for my dad's career, we moved towns every three to four years. One town we only lived in for nine months. We moved – towns every three to four years but my parents would for anybody from the heartland he was not an oil and gas man. he wasn't in oil and gas no. that's acceptable yeah um and when i say my parents it was my dad could not settle in a house so even we lived in some towns where we lived in three different houses in one town that's delightfully terrible now one very small benefit of that for my mom, I'm feeling more than anybody else is when you move that often, you just throw stuff away or you put, you it, in put it in boxes and never open it. You just move live box to in box. the garage. You can't even park a car in the garage because you have 16 houses worth of boxes. Now, that's true. And when after my mom died last year, my dad sold that house there. I helped him go through boxes in the garage because that's what they would do. We It was part of a special on Netflix called Hoarders. Yes. <laughs> No, it was called Pawn Shop Heroes. I don't know. Pawn Shop Heroes. It was a hell of a thing. They would – We've done the same thing. No criticism. They would box up stuff and they we never used the garages of these homes that I lived in when I was a kid because the garage would be filled with boxes that never yeah, got Yeah, you opened. used them just not for parking cars. Yeah. And so when my dad was cleaning out the house last summer, I went through the boxes and – by golly, there was stuff in there from my childhood in boxes yes. that had not been opened for literal decades. Pictures, okay. pictures that have endured the heat of summers in a oh garage. They, yeah. And great pictures, by the way. Okay. I quite enjoy seeing you as a child. It makes me feel like less of a pedophile. What I don't the know. Heck? I don't know. <laughs> to see We're you so of- much younger. Makes yeah. you feel so much older now that I don't feel like a pedophile. Okay. Because okay. I did rob you from the grave. No. What? From the grave? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps that was a Freudian slip. I don't know. What, what happened? What happened? Where are we? I robbed you from the cradle. Now, okay. Right. <laughs> There's just too you, much. You should. You, you won't. Talking. You should edit that out. You won't. And now everybody's like, Jesus. <laughs> 
Who just, is he? Just stop interrupting for just a second and we won't have this problem. <laughs> okay. Because I grew up in a family that we just moved so much that we just never like had the accumulation, I've never had the skill set to really do that mm-hmm. on a so- somewhat regular basis. How so, to manage living around the commu- uh, the accumulation. Yes, and yeah. how to manage the accumulation over time when you're still living in the same house, okay? Amen, so amen, amen. For 11 years, we've lived here. Happily. Or amen, if that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, and um, there's just a lot of stuff, okay? Oh, uh, yes. Hot, 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 hot. Hey, but you know what? One thing I did find – Oh, I was so happy. You have to know what you do. You remember what I'm talking I about? I do. I okay. do. Years ago, I realized. Years ago. I realized, I don't, where's my passport? Like I went to, I don't even know why that thought came to me. You were thinking, here's the truth. And I, <laughs> I want everybody. fleeing the country. I want every, yes, everyone <laughs> tune in. You were thinking of how the hell do I get away from this jackass who started a two-year project? He didn't know it was. I saw it was. He wouldn't stop. He just was, was doing a thing. And you were like, how do I get out? But then you couldn't. Sometime post getting back from Lebanon. All of that was correct. You didn't argue. No, it's not true. Listen, let me tell the story. Sometime after getting back from Lebanon in September of 2016. Yes. So fully seven years ago. Fully. Yes. Completely, entirely. At some point in the in those number of years, I went to find my passport, not to leave you or leave the country. I was just like, mm, where did my passport end up? Kind of leave me. When I tell you, when I tell you, I turned this house upside down. I don't doubt it. I was here when it happened. It felt very invasive. Eventually. You were looking through my underwear drawer. <laughs> I wish it was in your underwear drawer. I your don't. Your under- underwear drawer is one of the neatest things in this house. It's pristine. I have a weird fetish requirement for mm-hmm. how my underwear looks. I looked everywhere for that passport. Eventually, I was just like, it's a loss. OJM hid it from me. Yep. Uh, the ghosts of this house have taken. Yeah. I'll passport. just have to get another passport eventually. If we but then travel. you never did. Never did because we didn't have any plans to travel and blah, blah. But we couldn't travel. You can't get a passport fast. Well, you can, but you're just going to pay a little. You're and by a little, I mean a lot more money. A lot more. Um, and so I was cleaning out my old uh what do they call it? Bedside, bedside, bedside dresser. Bedside dresser. Bedside, bedside table. Whatever. Which, because of where my... It's a cabinet of shit next to the side of your bed. Yeah, but I haven't used it properly at my bedside. Oh, you've since, never used it properly. Well, I did for years until Nico... No, you didn't. Until Nico was born. Listen. And then I had to move it. Full disclosure to all the people. You've never it. you've never used it appropriately. I'm going to pinch it. You've really, abused it. your arm really You hard. are a nightstand abuser. Um, I've, the first step is admitting it. Now the truth is sunk in and there's an ugly look because anytime there's an intervention, the person feels very invaded upon. Now I'll probably be dead by the next episode. (laughs) I was just going to let you continue your ASMR launch into the world. Hey. I love you. I love you too. Just let me finish my story. I love you because you're a jackass. I love you. Why am I the jackass? You're because the one that won't let me finish the, the sentence. The full question is, why are you a jackass? Okay. I have fulfilled all the family jackass requirements. Okay. Why are you? I don't know, but I love you. Thank you. I love you too. Please finish now, your story. I haven't used my nightstand properly 
Or your passport. (laughs) Or my passport, that's for sure. Since Nico was born, he's over four years old now. So I was cleaning it because I we had we moved it originally to put his bassinet by the bed, and then Mm -hmm. I put my work desk there. Mm -hmm. Okay, the work bassinet. Yeah, the work bassinet. Yes, exactly. So it's been across the room, and it's had stuff in it this whole time. I Mm -hmm. never cleaned it out properly. No babies. We would never leave a baby in there. No. Until the other night, I was doing a deep clean. I took everything out. The last thing that I pulled from the recesses of that nightstand was my passport. It was a resurrection moment. I was like – I was just shy of running through the streets of Oklahoma City like I did it. Oh, I found it. It's in my hands now. Let's not bullshit the people. You did run through the streets. Oh. And your top wasn't on. No, and I was embarrassed. I was wearing nothing. But I was embarrassed. But you had craft beer and an accordion. And a smile. And a smile. And, I was and my like, passport. Okay, fine. Just don't leave. I just – I was so, so – surprised and thankful to find that passport. It was, a, it was a tremendously huge moment. It was. I know I know. I looked in that drawer before, but I never took everything out of that drawer. Isn't that the thing? So when I was a kid, I remember one specific time that I lost something and I was, I was tearing the couch cushions out of the couch. I was looking all over the house and I remember this. My dad, may he rest in peace, had a tremendous ability to say the very thing that was true, but that would piss you off to no end. Yeah. And in that moment, he said just off the cuff, he was like, well, wherever you find it, it's going to be the last place you look for it. (laughs) And there's a whole logic trap there and all of that. But even in that moment, before I knew what he meant, I thought, F you. (laughs) And then – in years subsequent, I've thought, oh, you're you're a real bastard. You know that, sir? But I love you desperately. Yeah. You're a good man. Thank you. Thank you for being the bastard I needed in my life. Yeah. But exactly. The very last place that you ever looked for, for your passport. But I wasn't even looking for it. That's that, the thing. But that's how it works. Yeah. I was just cleaning that out. I was just like, I'm going to, you know, get this whole thing. Just like, let's excavate it all. Let's get it all cleaned out down to the velvet lining. It's yeah. in the bottom of the drawer. Velvet. That's generous. Velveteen. Whatever. I just, I, I was so thrilled because genuinely I was just, I wasn't looking for it. I was just doing a task that I wanted to accomplish. You want to hear something gross? Okay. You probably don't. You feel free to say no now. I'm going to trust you. So my dresser, my bedside table also has the velveteen lining. Yeah. You know this, right? They're the same table. Yeah. Just we have two of them. We bought two of them because we're we're creative. Yeah. (laughs) Did you know that mine is slimy and No. You didn't? I do know. You do? You don't want me to say it? <laughs> Let's just say the bottom of yours is lubricated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty um, <laughs> were, we bought uh listen, most humans appreciate the value of a a lubricant. A good personal lubricant. We bought those. They turned over in my drawer. I can't put anything in my drawer now. <laughs> Not unless you want it to get all looped up. It's luby. Oh, it's slickery. Okay. That's a great word that should be an English word, slickery. Yeah. yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. 
Did I tell you earlier that I like you? Yeah. I well, really I think you technically said you loved me. I mean, I you do. called me a jackass. You are a jackass. Okay. And I think the the statement of either so here's how I rate it. Everybody's please come join the today group and state your opinions here. Okay. I feel like there's a dichotomy of perspectives here. Okay. I think it's easier to claim that you love someone than it is to like them. Yeah. And it's easier to like or love somebody that you can't point out that at times they're a jackass. Okay. You are a jackass. Okay. To me. Yeah. At times. Okay. You delightful person. Mm -hmm. And it would, to me, it would feel cheap to say that I love you because we can love a lot of things that we don't like. Okay. That's so I, I regularly tell you I like you. Yes. Because to me, that's a bigger investment. Yes. And it in, incorporates and includes that I love you yeah, and that you're a jackass and that I, I like you anyway. One of my best, one of my best human friends in the world outside of you. Best human friends. I have. As opposed to your um, non-physical entities that well, your best friends are. there is the Nephilim who are delightful folk. <laughs> There are, yes, the vampires, the werewolves, okay. all the things. One of your best human friends. One of my best human friends in the world. I can barely stand him. Okay. Now, he's less of a best friend than you. Mm -hmm. You are my best friend, period. I've told you this. You don't believe me. That's fine. I can barely stand him. More often than not, I would rather choke him than shake his hand, be his friend, all of that. But at the same time. If shit ever went down, I'd get on a plane and I'd I'd go commit violent crimes on his behalf. Let's don't put that on public record. That's, I'll never do it. That, that statement was made listen, for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> listen, judge, jury, attorneys, I would never actually do that. Yes. You're just saying, no, actually I would. And I don't have a problem putting that out there. No. This is the type of friendship where even though it more often than not, he's an adjutant, I, I would go do heinous shit. Because I know that he would too. Because you, you love him, but you don't always like him. It's a valuable friendship. I love him. I don't like him. But I that's why I tell you I like you. That's different than love. Yeah. It includes yeah. love. Yeah. I like you. And then I also have to remind you, you asshole. Because <laughs> you don't have to do that. I do. Because you are, just as I am to you. Okay. More often than not. Yeah. That's part of the value of sticking around and continuing. It's to, it's to be honest and say you're unpleasant frequently. What the hell? But I like you. I think frequently is a little harsh. Well, I was saying that from your perspective to me. Oh, okay. Well, then that's fair. You, <laughs> you're an enigma. Thank you. I do strive for that. Because you're... And it on the enigma pisses me off more than anything because you're generally too likable, and that's unfair because I can't be as likable or as lovable as you are. Well, that's why we're a match made in Is heaven. it? Yeah. Is it a match inside of a bucket of kerosene? I don't know. Um, that we're I think I think you're dodging. I think you're dodging the value of the statement. That's fine. I'm not dodging anything. I'm. Uh, Dip, dip, dodge, dodge dive, dive, and duck. And dodge. The five rules of dodgeball. <laughs> That's a deep cut to a it movie. Is. And if you can name it, you are definitely in our inner circle. It's true. I like the hell out of you. 
Thank you. I'm you irritate you. me to no end, but I'm still here. Okay. Because I like you. If I only loved you, we would have been done long ago. That's the perspective that I'm offering. Thank you. And also because you couldn't find your passport. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. Holy <laughs> shit. Where yours was. You just enraged thing. me. <laughs> My, Jesus, you didn't know where yours was. I knew exactly <laughs> where mine was. And when you found your passport, I said, here, put it in this special Ziploc baggie where I keep mine because I never lose mine. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're entertained by this. You just dredged up a devil inside of me that I didn't want to know existed. <laughs> All right. I think that we better wrap it up for this week. Is that because we're going to go use my lubricant drawer? <laughs> yeah, the whole drawer. The whole drawer. That's when you know it's real. <laughs> um, You're but, just wanting to end the episode. That's okay. I'll I'll acquiesce okay. oh, to, I'll your, the word. to your commands Okay. so long as you reward me. Okay. Hey. What? I like the hell out of you. I like the hell out of you. You're a You don't I'm, have I'm just to gonna, add a, you don't have to add a no, negative thing on the end. I you don't can just leave it at that. I was only pausing to decide what language mm. can I or should I use. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what kind of editing you feel obligated to do. Zero. Okay. Well I was gonna say you're a good fucker, okay? <gasps> you are. <laughs> okay. From the heart. You good fucker. I like you. <laughs> Stop trying to leave me. Stop trying to get your passport and leave. Now I, I am, like you. Now I am going to have to edit. <laughs> really? I don't know. Don't just we'll let see. It play. If anybody got to the end it's of this It's not like episode. we have a sponsor at this point. So Yeah. So it's thanks. All good. Unnamed warehouse. I like club. you. You jackass. And I hope everybody out there finds somebody else that likes your jackassery. Okay. That's part of yeah. having an awesome today, which I would, I would hope that's what you do. And in fact, I, what I do know fully wholeheartedly all the things is that many of the proper members of the awesome today group, that's exactly what they have. I could mention some names. I'm, I'm a very, involuntarily detail-oriented person, and I can I could list off the people that found it. I can list off the people that haven't, that will, that don't want to engage in the two-year project of finding shit, but you will. You pick you pick your thing, you stay committed to it, you you do your thing, you endeavor to persevere. All the things, just to bring back all the callbacks into a thing. You you are good people. If you're listening to this, yeah. You're probably a pretty damn good person. Yeah. And you know that. And that's why you're here because I'm a good person. Meg's a good person. We all we all kind of just find ourselves drawn to the thing. So you're good people. You know that or you wouldn't be here. Have a good laugh at the episode. Enjoy that I said fuck and Meg won't probably edit that out. And Or I said fucker actually, right? We did, yes. Okay. Well, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Enjoy all of that. Let your day, let your day be awesome. It only won't be if you stop it. Let your day be awesome. Kick ass, take names, try to dodge those two of your commitments. But once they've started, see it through. Go all the way, grow balls deep, however you do it. Power to the people. I can't think of any this other. This is the longest. I can't think of any other ever. phrases to throw in. Okay. 
And you're glaring at me the whole time. I'm not glaring. But I will. Okay. We'll take a picture of it and we'll review it later. (laughs) Okay. It was a glare. Um, Do it. Please do. Have a good day. Please do. (laughs) No, you say bye. Bye. Okay. I said it. I said it. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.